You wouldn't think they could make a musical about Wall Street, would you? Well, they did, with How Now, Dow Jones. Will everyone here kindly step to the rear and let a winner lead the way? Here's where we separate the notes from the noise, the men from the noise. From the boys and I be back in the front. It's one of those spells when you hear the right bells. And your horoscope tells you to say, Will everyone here kindly step to the rear and let a winner keep the Ladies and gentlemen, to this guided tour of your New York Stock Exchange. The shares we trade here are owned by millions and millions of ordinary Americans, just like you and Howard Hughes and J. Paul Getty. This is It Happened One Year, a look back at the events, big and small, famed and forgotten, from 1967. Hey everybody! Welcome to the show. We're doing it again. <laughs> it happened one year, 1967. Okay, I just have to. What like, is your problem? <laughs> We've just started. So this is the second episode we're doing with this new microphone. Yeah. Um, which we it got for Christmas, and it it's a bi-directional microphone, so we sit across the table and and stare at each other while we record, which is a little weird. A little different. Uh, but what I really enjoy is. But what listeners you don't hear is before we get started, we hype each other up like we're like football players. Yeah, we're going out we're to the big like, game. We're like, hey, you ready? Are you hype? Are you hype? We gotta we, have the energy high. And then we start, but it just makes me laugh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I think okay. it depends on when we record. Like, if we yeah. record on a Saturday, Sunday, usually, like, you know, yeah, getting it's up. Fine. Is it, but it's, it's a Friday. It's, it's a Friday, Friday night. I'm Friday so tired. Tough. Yeah. So, you know, it can be a little tough to get up for it, you know, and. It's been a long day. Yeah. Been doing stuff. The good thing is we picked a topic that we're naturally enthusiastic about. Well, and the other thing I hope is that today's uh, uh, guest to do the intro is our uh, friend of the podcast, Alex Ferrer, and I hope she loves the fact that she's saddled <laughs> with this episode. Uh, we're, we're so sorry, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we probably could have given you something better. It's just this is the, the order that they fell in. Uh, Alex is going to appear in the big Visitors to Nova Scotia episode, which yeah. is coming very soon by the time this episode airs. Yeah. So, uh, and she's great in it, and it's I'm excited. You know, old friends coming back together. Yeah. The nice thing is, you've known her for a very long time. I yeah. couldn't recount the story if I wanted to. I'm not sure you could either. But it's, you know, she's one of those people, like, as you prepared, as you did the, the big, long scripted episode, you, like, reached out to all these people in different parts of your life and they kind of came to the show and this really like interesting hodgepodge of people from your life ended up being part of the show and I think that really resembles how we came to do tonight's episode (laughs) yes yeah so what happened was I realized it was Friday it was the end of the week you know we got to do the show and then we looked at what the rest of our weekend looks like and it was pretty busy so I was like oh geez we got to try to do this tonight yeah and so I was going to, you know, look at the chart, and we've got topics. You know, we always have stuff to do, but it was like, well, what do we do today? So uh, I I wasn't really prepared for this, but I was like, you know, if it comes to me, it comes to me, and we'll, you know, we're, we try we'll to go have an order of things, right? Yeah. 
So we'll do TV, or then we'll do sports, or then we'll do something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I, as I'm wont to do, I, uh, <laughs> I ended up today at the Salvation Army store. Nobody loves the Salvation Army store more than Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't been to a Salvation Army store in a while, uh, you are missing out. Because <laughs> it, is, it is bargains galore. <laughs> we can't go together anymore because I'm mad in like 10 minutes. Yeah. And Joe spends another four hours there. <laughs> Sarah has no patience for me to look through the 5,000 DVDs. Oh my God, it's but so they're many so movies. cheap. Oh. It's such a great deal. If you're buying physical media, really, you can't go wrong with the Salvation Army. Which is good. And I think that's because nobody is anymore. Just us. <laughs> it's true. Us. The selection is unbelievable. <laughs> But anyway, so while I was at the Salvation Army, I usually just go and look at movies. I'll look at books a little bit. Like, I'm not looking at clothes. Like, I'm just there for one section, yeah. right? And part of this section is records. Now, I don't... I, I buy records, but I don't tend to buy records from the Salvation Army store because this is stuff coming from people's houses. Yep. And those could be beat to hell. Like, you don't know. And you go to a record store secondhand, usually they'll check them and stuff. Yeah. And I don't want to stand there trying to examine vinyl in the Salvation Army store. <laughs> but... While I'm there, they're like, they're stacked. They're on the bottom shelf. That's tough on the old knees. There's only so much like my sciatica can deal <laughs> okay, with that. So I wasn't going to go bending and digging and stuff. So I don't usually look at them. But as I'm walking by today to get to the DVD section, there in the front of, of one of the little stacks is the soundtrack to the 1967 musical on our list, How Now Dow Jones, which I think just stands out because of that title, right? Yeah. Which I think is actually how it had any sort of success <laughs> yes. in its day from what I can tell. But yeah. I saw that soundtrack there. I was like, well, that's it. So I plunked down my two bucks, picked up the soundtrack, and uh, and yeah, we listened to it tonight and then did a little, little digging yeah. to find out what this was about, and, and here we are. We're here to talk about it. I When I made up the original list, if you told me we were going to do a How Now Dow Jones episode... <laughs> Probably would have said that's bullshit, yes. uh, but yeah. nonetheless, here, here we, we are. are. Yeah. yeah, I just like to clarify. My favorite thing about this title is that it's not how now Dow Jones. It's not a question. Mm. It's just a. It, there's no punctuation whatsoever. Yep. How now Dow Jones? Yeah, it's like how now brown cow. I guess. It's yeah. A pl- I, but yeah, I don't know. And and from what I can gather from what we've listened to and what we've read about this plot, I don't see how that relates. <laughs> no. But what what do you got? What do, what was your very high level how now Dow Jones uh, research? What did you come up oh, with? Oh, do do you want me to do plot summary? Is that is that? What I don't right? even know if it matters. I, I I think it matters. Okay, I'm yeah. ready to go for I, it. I thought yeah. that the plot would be more in your area than mine. Yeah, because I think of this as a frothy '60s comedy. <laughs> yeah, but it has like weird '60s elements that yeah. I don't think playing musicals or comedies anymore. Yeah. So we listened to the music uh, to be transparent, at least to uh, doing a puzzle. So, you know, we got to enjoy it. But I can't say I absorbed all the lyrics. No, we're not two people sitting facing each other yeah. listening to records. Even though we do sit and face each other to, to do podcasts. But you know what would be weird if we were sitting oh. here? Like, I'd say if this, if you and me, Ma and Pa America, it's Friday night, 1967. Yep. I got a pipe. You know, and you're probably crocheting. <laughs> and, like, we put on a record, and that's all we do. Yeah. Then I guess that's a thing, but we're yeah. not doing that. Mm-mm. Ma and Pa America here Friday uh, in 2023. No, yeah. no, we are not. So we listen to music. It's good music. It's, the songs uh, aren't bad. They're, they're, they're pretty enjoyable. But then I went and read the plot, and I got 0% of the plot <laughs> from the music that oh, we no. listened to. Yeah. No. So the, so the plot centers around this lady. She is what is the voice of Dow Jones. And so basically she announces... The numbers. I don't know how often. I tried to Google if that was a real thing. Uh, unclear. But anyway, so she works at Dow Jones, the the stock market, and she like says the numbers at the beginning, close today. That's her job. She's like in love with this guy, or she's engaged to this guy. He, you know, says he won't marry her until the Dow Jones hits a thousand. He's a broker. He's a broker. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, obviously, that's the thing that you want to base your life decisions on yes. when the Dow Jones hits a thousand. And so, anyway, she like meets another guy. She has an affair. She's pregnant by that guy. They're both. 
they they I believe what the the line said they had in common was uh, they were attracted to each other and they both maybe were suicidal. So <laughs> just depressed you know, people falling in love. Falling in love. Yeah. She has an affair with this guy. The backbone of all sixties comedy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she has an affair with this guy. She also has a friend who falls in love with a guy as well. I think that just kind of happens in parallel action. I don't really. There was like of... another couple. There yeah. was another couple. They wanted yeah. to fill out the plot with supporting characters. Yeah. Who yeah. also liked each other. Right, but it's like it was like an older guy and like the tour guide or uh, something. It was the tour guide. Yeah. yeah, and like some older broker, and that guy won a Tony. Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. good they for did. that guy. It was the only one that won a Tony. Yeah, um, and he like got an apartment so that they could hang out, but then they didn't hang out there, and then they decided to stay together. I don't know. That's... Right, because he's like she's like his mistress or something. Yeah, yeah. Right, but yeah. that's like the B yeah. plot. The Billy Wilder film, the the apartment from 1960, has almost that plot. Oh, like that's nice. basically what that is. Nice. It's it's executive types cheating on their wives. Or yeah. yeah. Well, you know that's what they did in the 60s. In the 60s, Mad Men. That's everything. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this uh, this Dow Jones uh, voice of Dow Jones lady and her fiance, she gets pregnant by this other guy. She's not happy about it, so she goes and announces at the Dow Jones that it's hit a thousand. Just calls it out. Just calls it out. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't. Uh, it's a problem. There, yeah. everyone's mad. They try and find her. Mm-hmm. She, she, her boyfriend and her think about killing themselves. They decide not to, and then I think they live happily ever after. I think that's the plot. I think that's basically it. Yeah. I think her saying that it's a thousand is mm-hmm. like the end of Act One, and mm-hmm. you're like, if you're sitting watching that show, that's a pretty good end yeah. for Act One. You're like, yeah. oh, that, this that's could lead to a lot of interesting things. Yeah. And then what I read was that the second act just falls apart. Yeah. But because it, it just sounds kind of like just they everybody stumbles over each other. They sing a couple songs and they get there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no consequences for her actions. It seems no, no. Yeah. It seems like everything works. She, out okay. she decides she wasn't in love with her fiance the whole time. Stays with even the, though she lies about the Dow Jones. Exactly. Yeah, which is confusing and sort of pulls the whole core of the show apart. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't seem like a great twist. No, really. But no. Uh, but hey, you know they had to end the show somehow. Yeah. Yeah, so... So that's the plot. There you go. How does how does that sit with yeah. you? So now do you realize why you haven't uh, ever seen How Now Town <laughs> Jones or why it's no longer living in the public consciousness? Uh, uh, even though, again, those songs are pretty good. Like, yeah. they're they're catchy, they're bouncy. Yeah. A lot of Elmer Bernstein. Like, there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I did look up the New York Times review, which we'll revisit uh, later. Okay. But uh, the, the man who reviewed it for the New York Times hated the music. Oh, well, I mean, if you don't like the music, I can't believe that plot was keeping yeah. you there. Yeah, he was like, the acting was good, the lyrics are good mm. the music is bad the plot is bad <laughs> and the songs true. are bad yeah, yeah. So, so therefore collectively the songs are bad boy that's yeah. tough not good yeah i i thought i think when i was putting the list together and again the, the title stands out i think the reason i put it on there is because it was nominated for a bunch of tonys like it had a, oh, yeah. you know, a pretty good basis there i think it was nominated for best show and, and it, it had some people who became notable later not yeah. really people who were stars in 67 that i guess were selling tickets but uh, Brenda Vaccaro's in it. She, yeah, I think she played the tour guide. That's correct. And and then she went on to have a pretty good career. She popped up. I mean, her name is real familiar, and I can picture her, but I can't. What yeah. the thing I know Brenda Vaccaro from? I couldn't tell you. I think you know her from. Pro- my guess would be Midnight Cowboy. She was in. Okay. Um, she, I remember her as an older lady. But yeah. Midnight Cowboy's right around. Oh, that she's time. been a bunch. She's been in a bunch of random stuff, but Midnight Cowboy seems to be the most famous. A movie she was in, but who knows what you would know her for? Because you yeah, know all I these guess movies. That's probably true. So she was in uh, the trial of Julius and Ethel Rosenberg in '74. Nothing there. It. No. Um, Hang on, I'm gonna I have to just look because uh, I'm kind of like, what is? She this? was nominated for an Academy Award for the 1975 adaptation of Jacqueline Suzanne's "Once Is Not Enough." No, no, that's not okay. it. Okay, she was in Airport '77. 
I probably have seen Airport 77. Uh, she was in a movie I loved, The Mirror Has Two Faces. No. Uh, she was also in a movie called The Gay Blade. Have you seen that? Zorro the Gay Blade. Oh, Honest yes. to God, that Zorro is probably why I know her. <laughs> so, Zorro the Gay Blade is a movie that's not aging terribly well. Uh, if you haven't seen that, it's uh, George Hamilton plays Zorro and also his, like, gay cousin... <laughs> Who dresses very flamboyantly? I, I couldn't recount oh the God. entire plot of Zorro. We were as a kid. <laughs> we watched that and Love at First Bite, which is a George Hamilton Dracula comedy, all the <laughs> oh, time. I remember that movie. Yeah, we watched yeah. those two constantly. Yeah. So honestly, it's probably that, or she was in. She was. She on... was in Supergirl, the oh, Supergirl movie. Yeah, and it's probably one of those. That's... She was on a lot of TV shows up until yeah. the present day. She played Joey's mom on Friends. Oh, uh, yeah. She was okay. on. The, she had guest spots on. A, like every show you've ever watched. Okay. Um, Honestly, didn't realize she was still alive. Yeah, she was born. She was born in 1943. Oh. Nope, that's a lie. I don't know when she was born. Great. It doesn't say. Rich. Her Wikipedia with, with the information. page doesn't say. I think they've started taking dates. I saw the IMDb. They've actually started taking the dates off. Why? People like actors petitioned to get this done. Like they didn't want their their, their birthdays. That's on not them. great for us. But anyway, so Brenda Vaccaro yeah. is in it. Uh, Tony Roberts is in it, which I think is probably the biggest star. If you want to really get down to it, I yep. mean, Tony Roberts has had a good career and he has a good stage career. I mostly know because he was in a lot of Woody Allen movies in the 70s. Mm-hmm. He pops up. He's in Annie Hall. He yeah. plays Max. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if his character's name is Max. So they mm. both call each other Max. His name's yeah. not Max. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. I don't remember what his name is. I would have called him Max. But they both call each other Max. Yeah. But he's in that. He's in uh, Sleeper, I think. He's a very like distinct voice. Yeah. And he has that like 70s Gene Wilder-ish afro. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. I think that that's what really stands out. But, but we actually saw Tony Roberts in person. In a play here in Chicago, which yeah. I had to remind you of today. Do you remember what that was? Oh, no. <laughs> Just told you this. <laughs> it was like hours ago. Uh, yeah. He was in Carousel? Yes. He at was the in opera. Carousel. Yeah. So we tend to go see shows. We go see shows, but yeah. we'll also get, go out of our way to see shows if there's like sort of a famous person. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Because, you know, then we could say like, oh, we saw Billy Zane in The Sound of Music. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because that's hilarious to me. Yes. Uh, we saw George Went in a play once. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Re- Tim Kazarinsky was in that same play. But yeah. we get things like that. So that's the only reason. Because I don't think we've gone to the opera for too many plays. No. They tend to do too much music too much dancing yes too many scenes because we saw what was it oklahoma i think we left and we left because the first act was so long we're like and we had to like a flight the next day or something we can't do this yeah which is embarrassing like i don't i'm i'm embarrassed that we didn't stay to the end of oklahoma but that's why we did but that's why we did i mean although i would have stayed i think it was me i was like i was grumpy but i think that first act was like two two and a half hours long and i was like nope that's not my bad do this but see it's at the opera i guess these are the things to expect i thought I don't remember Carousel overly well. I remember him in it, mm-hmm. but I don't really remember how long that either. was. I don't either. Yeah, I, I don't remember the plot of it. Like I don't. Yeah. I was never a big Carousel person. Yeah, but yeah, we saw so yeah. we saw him in that, and that yep. was I don't know. That was a Memorable. couple of years ago. Yeah, <laughs> a, a great production by the Civic Opera House. I don't. I couldn't tell you. Uh, but he's in it. You know, yeah. it had a big production team, a famous kind of production team. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the people who they they brought in to do this. Uh, Arthur Penn had had directed it when it was out of town and got fired. Oh. Uh, I mean. Arthur Penn in '67 directed Bonnie and Clyde. Like he was, oh, a, wow. he was a big time, you know, film director. Maybe yeah. his stage work isn't quite as as good, but but yeah, Elmer Bernstein does the music. Yeah, you know, uh, David Merrick produced it. Who who was the all one of the all time great Broadway producers? Like yeah. it was it was a big deal show. I got um, the sense that the choreographer was someone too. How that how's that for informative? Jillian Lynn. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not as up on Broadway choreographers. <laughs> could be, could be. But in one of I one of the great cold takes that I found about this play, 
uh, I found like a poster that somebody had put out, and they took the quote from the post, and they said, How Now Dow Jones is a lively and entertaining show. We'll have a long and prosperous run. Oh. Uh, do you have any stats on how the run went for How Now Dow Jones? <laughs> I, I don't. Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I don't. But I imagine based on the New York Times review, which I would like to revisit, yeah. uh, not not long. Yeah. Uh, it. I mean, it didn't close in a week. It wasn't, yeah. you know, Carrie. It wasn't so, Big River. But So we should say it premiered around Christmas time, December 7th, 1967. Out, the, a date which will live in Broadway infamy. Indeed. December 7th. <laughs> Do you think they did that on purpose? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, it, it ran for about six months. It did okay. Like, mm-hmm. it, wasn't, it wasn't a disaster. You know, it wasn't a, a gigantic Broadway hit. Uh, again, it was nominated for five or six Tonys. It lost almost everything, but it, it did okay. I mean, yeah. all things considered, it certainly wasn't a classic of the American theater. Uh, no, and has largely been forgotten. What I found, which probably wouldn't be part of the contemporary '67 review, was uh, people talking about how dated it was. I I don't think do oh, things feel yeah. naturally dated as soon as they come out. Like you could say like this is not going to play in ten years yeah. because it's too dated. I don't um, well, this show really does. Uh, and part of the thing is that there are so many references inside the show. Oh, yeah. To contemporary, like, com- yeah. like commercials. It's yeah. almost like a... It almost feels like there's like a Saturday Night Live element to it. Where yeah. they just were bringing in those kind of things. Yep. But there's references inside of it to, like, Merv Griffin, the Dragnet TV show. Yep. Chase Manhattan Bank, which was a thing that ceased to exist after, yeah. you know... The big sex symbols are referred to are like Gina Lola Brigida and Twiggy. <laughs> you know, Jean Paul Belmondo is the male like sex sex star that they mention, which is odd. He was a French actor. You know, yeah. Johnny Carson, Harold Pinter. It's weird. It's yeah. a weird Northeast Airlines. Which I have no idea when that went under. So the show was instantly working hard to date itself, yeah. and thus it has had no major revivals. It had a revival of some sort, some off Broadway thing, yeah. like. 12 years ago maybe yeah but that's it uh and and even inside the songs there's like you know because of the plot being so keyed around the dow jones hitting a thousand yeah it already feels so old yeah and you know it's like all this talk about ticker tape and all this other stuff that just doesn't relate yeah that i think beyond the plot which is already this bizarre 60s sex romp thing it just doesn't have any real relevance anymore it's such a weird thing to base a sex romp romp around right yeah. like yeah. <laughs> let's let's base it okay where are we gonna set it you want to set it on a beach no 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 you want to set it in like a sexy hotel no no how about at the stock market the stock <laughs> yeah. exchange i was looking to see like are there other you know can you even find a lot of other shows set around the stock market <laughs> no. they're saying no uh, tony robbins has played one of the only stockbrokers <laughs> in a broadway musical um they say if you go back to like the 19 teens yeah like you know, right, right, like right before the like the the stock market crash, the yeah, roaring twenties, yeah. and all that. There are some like things because this is what they figured guys would come see, yeah. and they say that's partly why Dow Jones is in the title because they thought men would come see it, <laughs> and that like there was some idea of like the reason even it ran as long as it did was like people buying tickets for this as gifts for like for companies or like stockbrokers <gasps> buying for other men, like you know, oh you should go check this like, instead of going to the Yankees game. <laughs> They're like, oh, go see this this Dow Jones play. We're it's really something. Oh no, Dow Jones. Yeah, but more than anything, this yeah. really does feel like this rides on the back of How to Succeed in Business, yeah. which comes out a couple years before this, and was such a big hit. Yeah, that they're like, I know business comedy. <laughs> you know what? You know what'll really do it? 
business comedy. I mean, it's funny that you say that because the guy who wrote the New York Times review for this show, which I would say was not a not a good review. No. In like the second paragraph, he's talking about the title and how it doesn't have a question mark. And he's like, oh, perhaps they didn't wish to risk an answer. But then he says, personally, I feel like a more suitable title might be how to succeed in business without really trying. <laughs> so like clearly that comparison, you know, was there at the time. Yeah. I just, I do want to hit a couple of highlights of the the review hmm. when he goes to explain the plot he goes first to explain the story but no that i cannot do the story is inexplicable <laughs> <laughs> but as far as i can tell and then he goes on to try and explain it but it's it's not good hmm. he talks a little bit about oh he says uh he's describing the plot and talks about the, re- the in the resulting compli- uh, complications after she gets pregnant she causes a financial panic that endangers the nation and then in parentheses says it has a happy ending <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is very funny. Um, he, you know, says terrible things about the music, but says good things about the choreography, the lyrics, and the acting. Mm-hmm. Um, he does say the sad thing about a poor musical is that as much effort goes into it is goes into a good musical, which is a good point. Probably more. The cast members are working very hard uh, <laughs> with an unfillable quota and by large are likable and talented. But nice. he just, he he hates this musical <laughs> so much. It's very entertaining. Yeah, I, I only saw little things about like when they were still out of town and it was like in its pre-Broadway run, how many changes were being made. There's songs on the soundtrack that apparently weren't in the show mm-hmm. because of when they recorded it. So, like, it's one of those, which is always a little disconcerting. And one review, I don't know if it was a review or if it was just a quote from somebody, which I thought was funny, was somebody wittingly damned it as how to try it business without really succeeding. (laughs) (laughs) I thought was funny. But, but yeah, there's not, you know, there's not a ton of memorable tunes. The songs are pretty good. Yeah. But not a real lot of memorable songs. The one is basically that... um, what is that song? The one about letting a leader lead the having a something a leader lead the way. What is that song called? <laughs> so it was real memorable. Yes. Um, uh, step to the rear. Because <laughs> it's step to the rear and have a let a leader lead oh, the way. Oh yeah, like sure. But apparently, step to the rear, which is like the one real memorable song. Yeah. Uh, was used in commercials and was kind oh, of a yeah. hit for some people. Oh yeah. And then yeah. weirdly, it's also became the fight song for the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. <laughs> Which they've turned around somehow to be like, I don't know, let the Gamecocks lead the way or something like that. Oh my god. And when uh, when told about this, Tony Roberts <laughs> said that he didn't realize that the, the song had spread to uh, a football stadium and people were all, you know, shouting Go Cox or to the Gamecocks. Because yeah. I thought I was the only one singing that in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was a pretty good quote as well. So. Yeah, apparently um, Marilyn May, who was in the original cast of the show, I think she played the the tour guide. No, oh no, Brenda no, she, play, she must have played the the main girl. Yeah, is that right? Well, anyway, Probably. she was in the show. Uh, she it was a major hit for her on the bill on Billboard's Easy Listening chart, where it peaked at number two. I mean, it's a pretty bouncy song, yeah. and they do reprise it, so you do get it twice on the oh. soundtrack, which is fun. Oh, and did you did you say this already that it was Hubert Humphrey's campaign for president? It was oh. his song uh, when he campaigned for president in 1968. So 68, 69, it was big. It was it was like a a, a Lincoln commercial or it was a commercial for some yeah. car, right? A Lincoln Mercury television commercial. Yeah. So yeah. like this, this did have kind of an outside life, which was more common, I think, with yeah. Broadway songs back then. But yeah. nonetheless, that's not too bad for yeah. a show that only ran for six months. I do like to your point earlier about like how dated it is. The Wikipedia page indicates that like many jokes on the in the show rely on the audience's familiarity with the store Lane Bryant in mm. the movie The Graduate. Oh, why? 
That is very dated. Like, you have yeah. to have seen The Graduate to yeah. get the jokes. That's and that a... would have just come out. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that is pretty lazy. That's, that's like, not another teen movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Let's take it and immediately throw it out. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so you may be asking yourselves, why the hell would we do an episode about How Not Out Jones? <laughs> Uh, now knowing all of this, we probably wouldn't have. Like, that's oh, not so. I mean, no, it was kind of fun. I would say, listeners, are you not entertained? <laughs> I was saying before we started recording this because, again, this was the universe brought this to me. This wasn't a plan. Like, we were definitely going to do this show, mm-hmm. but I did say kind of before this, this is really going to teach us whether or not. Uh, there is an episode we can do that no one will listen to. Because it has to be this. Is there one How Now Dow Jones fan out there that's just waiting for somebody to cover this oh on the podcast? God. If you exist, please. Are you that person? You've got to have a Google alert, right? Are you Brenda Vaccaro's granddaughter? <laughs> yes. Write to us. Let us know. Yeah. Like, we want to, we share, you know what, whatever that New York Times guy said, screw him. Screw so- him. The songs are fun. The songs are fun. Yeah. I'm sure the plot. And, There's probably but, some jokes. But with some good acting, which I'm sure all the actors in the show, the original cast, you know, were excellent from all yeah. I could tell. Like, I'm sure it was very enjoyable. I'm yeah. sure there are people who went to see that show and were like, yeah, that was a great night. Yeah. Well, I mean, from what we, I gathered from when we did the hair episode. Yes. We can find some, like like Tony Award clips from nominated shows. Yeah. So it's possible there's little bits of this show out there and I'm excited to go hunt it down. Do it. But really, if you're the one how now Dow Jones yes. fan, like is 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 today your Christmas? <laughs> like <laughs> you're welcome. Someone has is finally talking about this. Like I'm always excited when I like you know, you randomly stumble across someone talking about Teen Wolf. It's yeah. just not something that comes up. Yes. And so like, oh my God, you want to talk? We could talk about Teen yep. Wolf. And they're usually talking about the MTV show. And then I get mad. <laughs> but, you know, if you're a How Now Dow Jones person, and, you know, no one's ever bringing that thing up. This is it. Today's the day. We all have our private How Now Dow Joneses. We do. We do. What, what would you say your How Now Dow Jones is? Oh, well, I think that's pretty obvious. What is it? It's who's the boss. <laughs> Right? Yeah, all right. But Who's the Boss was like a real popular show at one well, time. Well, okay, but Teen Wolf was a really popular movie. Well, was it? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to say. It had like the biggest movie star at the time in it. That's true, but that's only because they held it to release it after Back to the Future <laughs> came out. Hey, whatever you gotta do, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. You know, good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, listeners, what's your personal how now Dow Jones? <laughs> what would you say is that thing that like you hear somebody talking about it on the train you're walking down the street, somebody passes you. Yeah. What is it that they could be saying or they're wearing a t-shirt of that you'd be like, oh my God, I've yeah. got to go talk to that person. Yeah. I thought I was the only one who ever watched the Roswell TV show. And you just go grab that person. Three, three in the morning, you're you're deep in the how now Dow Jones fan fiction page on Reddit. <laughs> R backslash how now Dow Jones. <laughs> actually know if that's how you use reddit i, I think no that's idea. what it is i've never yeah. been on reddit before do you have like a twitter fan account <laughs> at how now dow jones are you, making... you just post like the same six pictures from the production that you could find you're making those those little icons that everybody used to make on tumblr where you take a picture from the show and you put a lot of filters over <laughs> there it there you go yeah <laughs> just, you got a poster of brenda vaccaro hanging up in your bedroom <laughs> oh god so yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited about it. Like, I thought the, I think the music's pretty good. I'd listen yeah. to that again. Oh, I mean, totally. You know, well, I, now we own the record, so we will. Yeah, I mean, if 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 the if if the musical craze comes back, remember, like, what was it, eight nine years ago? It seemed like they they started making every old Broadway yeah. show into a movie. Yeah. Maybe how now, Dow Jones? Time is coming. Oh, uh, listeners, if you're a movie producer, let us know. <laughs> Who do you think we know? Just listening to the show. Like, they're saying, "Oh, I need an idea for a show." Look, 
pop on the newest It Happened One Year. <laughs> Look, Joe may disagree with me saying this, but he can turn it into a screenplay. Like, no problem. All Just... right, you know what? Season three. <laughs> We're doing a version of How Now Doubt Jokes here on the show. <laughs> I think we know what the new scripted episode is going to be. I think I can get a copy. I think I can get the rights to this for, what, oh. 50 bucks? Yeah, yeah, I would think. I'm going to write to the Elmer Bernstein <laughs> estate and see if they're willing to part well, with it. Well, let's be honest. We don't have an orchestra, so it won't, it'll be a oh, non-musical no, It's going to be an acapella version. <laughs> if you know how much I like to make Sarah sing. Oh, my God. And now I'm going to make all of my uh, distant friends friends and acquaintances also <laughs> sing. Could you just come and do a couple acapella bars here? This just be fun. Oh, God. Yeah. I, you know what? Never mind. We're not doing that. That's, uh, a, that's a huge mistake. It was a great idea. Yeah. Uh, it could work, but yeah. I don't think it's for us. No. We'll we'll save... We'll leave that to the... There must be... How many Broadway podcasts are there? There's probably oh, some. Tons. Somebody has already yeah. covered this. Yeah. You know what? I've, I'm searching for How Now uh, Dow Jones today. And we're going to find out. Yeah. And then I'm going to write to them and be like, hey, we also did an episode. I am sorry. This is... <laughs> Do you think in the Venn diagram of like stockbrokers, podcasters, and musical nerds, like yeah. it's just a picture of the How Now Dow Jones poster That's it. It's the, the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> This is like that show for po- for stockbrokers? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Because like, I forget what it was. They would always say that like... Um, uh, minor league baseball players would always really like all watch Bull Durham because it's like oh, yeah. there's not a lot of minor league For movies sure. really you know and like it became like that thing or yeah. like oh hockey players love slap shots sure because there's not a lot of fun hockey movies yeah. you know so maybe that's it maybe it's just like you know down there in the financial district <laughs> the hallowed halls and the, you're trading all day long and you know what pop on that record I got I gotta hear me some Tony Roberts <laughs> singing. Uh, the gang's all here. <laughs> I think the first song is just called ABC. ABC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, step. What is that song? I, I forgot it already. Step out of the step way. Step to the rear. Step to the rear. Yeah. It's, it's not a, a great name for a song. No. Not a great well, title. Because like the more memorable part is the next. It's like step to the rear and let the let, the let a real leader lead the way or something like that. Sam. So, yeah. I think we've. I think that's it. it. There is no reason to keep this going. <laughs> um, so. Stockbrokers. Yeah, that's not a good uh, subject for a musical. What uh, What else would make What oh. would make it for a better subject for musicals? Do you think maybe psychologists? Yes, I was gonna say I am a psychologist. We could We could sing about uh, why people are good for jobs, mm-hmm. why people aren't good for jobs. Mm-hmm. We could talk about their leadership capabilities. We could sing about job analysis. Get excited! Like, Song about job analysis. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Give me a couple bars. Give it, take yeah. a Take a second to gather yourself. You have to come up with the opening number yeah. for the IO Psychologist musical. We'll call it uh, "I Am Over the Moon for You." I O the Moon, <laughs> and that's that. Uh, yeah. How would that song go? The one about job analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it would start a lot like the second act of Evita, Ooh. where the guy comes, "People of Argentina," like picture yeah, it like that. Good. Okay. So it would be. Uh, people of the workforce, give me your ratings about this job. Are these tests important? How important are they? Do they make you better? Can, can we measure them? Can you fit a nine box in there somewhere? I can, yeah. Just try to work that well, in. See, the problem is you don't know what I do. Those are two different, completely different I have different no topics. idea what you Yeah, doing. no, you don't nine box a job analysis. That doesn't even make any sense. That's what insane. Is, uh, so a nine box, that's more like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yes. Actually, that's that's an interesting idea. So this has been yeah. it happened one year. Uh, check us out on social media or the internet. Okay. And that's or, why Alice is. Do you want to play Fortnite? Yes. She's the only one working. <laughs> well, she wouldn't be in the middle. She'd be at the top. Oh. Because uh, she's working hard. Yeah. She'd yeah. be at the top. And then the bottom axis is the is the like how much how much potential do they have? Oh. So like Bobby and Cindy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, because they're the youngest. Because well. They have the longest curve to go. That's why they are the smartest. Oh. So it's Jan. Yeah, and, yeah, Jan's and, Jan and everyone else. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's what a nine box is. Yeah, you're welcome.
Weather balloon, maybe? You hopping jet fuel, Bob Ralph? That ain't no weather balloon I'd ever seen. Maybe it's a recreational aircraft. Got lost? Flew off course? It looks like Boxing Day string lights caught in a goose's ass. We should call it in. You didn't call it in? We just spotted it. Plus, well, uh, I'm not sure what to tell them. The visitors to Nova Scotia! Coming soon.